For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. Lauren, welcome to Women in Web3. We are pumped to have you on today. How are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of this. I feel like um, we're very in sync today. You know, we're we're dressed the same. We've got basically the same headphones on and we've got very similar podcast names. But yeah, super excited to be part of this. Absolutely. For those of you who cannot see us because you're listening in, we are both rocking the blank, black tank top today. Um, like she said, similar headphones. It is a look. I love it. Um, and Lauren is, I will let you dive deep into this, but she is the founder of Women of Web3. So Lauren, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got into Web3 and what you're working on with Women of Web3. Yeah, of that course. That was a lot um, of Women of Web3 in there. <laughs> Um, Yeah, uh, absolutely happy to. Um, I am. So my background is in agencies and tech. I've always kind of jumped between the two. Wasn't quite sure would I sit more on the creative side or the technology side. And so I was very relieved to find Web3 NFTs and and all of this whole world open up to me because I was like, okay, this suddenly makes sense of my experience and skills and interests. Um, So I've been so like head of marketing for a digital agency and Then I went to Meta to work on things like their International Women's Day events. And um, yeah, there was sort of podcasting, marketing, a little bit of everything and working on something called She Means Business, their their sort of program for female entrepreneurs. And so when I was first exploring Web3 and I was thinking, this looks so interesting. I'm so excited, but so jargony and I feel like I don't belong here. It, It feels like there's an opportunity to create something for women and sort of connect us up with each other. And so I thought, okay, well, I can actually borrow what I've learned by running things like She Means Business and um, pull some of that, you know, the format of it and like how to help women in a sort of scaled way, in a digital way, and then and do that in Web3. So, uh, yeah, decided to create Women of Web3 and it, it had a nice little alliteration and all of that. And I was briefly very proud of myself for thinking of it. Um, and uh, although saying that, there's also um, Unstoppable Women of Web3, which started at basically at the same time. But, um, but I think not- you should still be proud. There there are a lot of <laughs> us and I think we are all awesome and need to create a sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's loads of um, brilliant loads of brilliant women out there and loads of brilliant sort of female-led projects and initiatives so I feel yeah we're you know we're in good company so um so in terms of what I'm working on um well as me and you were chatting about just beforehand I feel like there's just so much on always in Web3 there's just a lot of noise there's lots going on and there's lots of shiny things to chase and so it's quite hard to remind myself to be like okay we can't do all of those things which of those like would sort of deliver most value for the women of web three community and you know what can I actually execute in that time and do I have time to look after my own child um and do I have time to sleep? Just remembering to build in all of those things into a, a day or a week or or you know an hour on a Twitter space. Um and uh so but sorry to be more specific about what I'm working on, that was a very vague answer. I am working on things like the podcast takes up a lot of my time, the Women of Web3 podcast, because it's every single week. Um, is that the same for you, by the way? Yeah, we're weekly. I do not edit it myself, though. Do you edit 
yourself? Uh, I know I've I've found that out now. Um, I've I've <laughs> I've learned that that's a better way to do it. That um, is a huge time saver. But I have realized, like you were saying, it's. I mean, I've talked to quite a few moms on here, and even just women and people who are are single or doing their own thing. No matter what it is, it's like once you dive in, you fall. You go down these what I call rabbit holes of like. You start on one project or one thing and then you meet someone else and they're doing something else. And especially if you ever hop on Twitter, then you like find yourself just an hour later and uh, you might know a lot more about Web3, but <laughs> you, you definitely lost that hour. Definitely. I definitely found that when, um, especially with when my baby was still newborn or like in the, yeah, in the relatively early days that say I'd yeah, jump on a Twitter space or be... Um, just yeah, finding all these articles and yeah, going down these rabbit holes. And so my baby would sort of wake up, um, cry, need like need a feed and a change or whatever. Um, and so going through these sort of cycles of him waking and sleeping, and each time I would still be awake and still staring into the abyss of my phone, being like, Oh my god, this stuff's so interesting, I just can't even sleep. It's just I'm really like addicted to it. Yeah. Um, so um, so I definitely identify with that. Oh my gosh. Well, I know I, I wanna jump back to something you said about kind of being like on the creative and tech side you weren't fully tech because you you have a creative background it's something um another girl I interviewed Katie Richmond who also works at Meta um I know you used to be there but she used this marvelous word uh, she described herself as tech adjacent um, and so mm. I, I wanted to ask you, have you ever felt, I know I have, especially when first learning about the space, have you ever felt like that imposter syndrome of thinking web three, that has to be a super technical thing, right? Like, how am I ever like coming from a creative artsy background? Is this something I can even understand? Am I crazy for trying? Um, have you felt that have women that you've talked to felt that and how do you address it? Yeah, I've definitely felt that. I mean, a few years ago, uh, I was also in PR like yourself. Um, and I was doing tech PR, working with tech startups. And it included some blockchain startups. And I was trying to learn about Bitcoin, trying to learn about blockchain. And I was just like, this just seems really dry. And I can't understand it. And it's just like above my head. And you know, it was my job to try and try and pitch that out, pitch out stories about these startups. And I, I just really struggled with it. And I felt like it wasn't for me. Whereas now there's been a few things I could sort of latch onto, like um, NFTs and kind of uh, where the metaverse fits into all of this and that kind of made more sense to me of like oh okay I can see how that fits into my life um, and that's that's what brings it to life for me um, and so I know I now no longer feel like I need to be technical I, I do find a lot of it quite off-putting when you're I don't know if you're like signing a transaction using your crypto wallet just to say that for example I own this NFT and so give me access to whatever it is um, it, it is still uh, a little bit nerve-wracking because you know I, I feel like I don't really know what I'm signing and so I could be yeah signing my life away getting my crypto wallet drained but on a general basis on that technical point I'm definitely hearing that from the community of like oh I think I need to be technical to be in web3 or working in web3 and like, you definitely don't I mean I'm sure it probably does help in terms of like reading smart contracts and knowing what you're signing things like that but um I don't know I think even probably a lot of technical people don't take the time to read it but like it's you know in the same way as you, you don't really know what you're signing if if it's in normal language it's not in jargon do you know what I mean just absolutely normal language. there's so many things nowadays um at, at any time you like open an app or a new website it's like yeah. a whole thing you have like, to scroll through and it's like do you accept these terms and I'm like 
Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. I just want to <laughs> buy a, I don't know, new t-shirt or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, probably the same sort of thing. So um, so we just need to like not let it put, put us off the whole thing. I do also think that will probably gradually change as like user experience improves in like lots of different Web3 products that that stuff will probably well, I kind of hope take more of a sort of um, like backseat. It won't be as front and center because a bit like um, I was in like Facebook Meta's offices, and as is the same in lots of offices now, um, you have like those sort of exposed pipes and wires and things like that on the ceiling. It feels like that when you're um, sort of transacting in Web three. That it feels like you can still seal seal the pipes and everything. Yeah. Um, and that actually maybe you just need to sort of put some nice plaster, nice nice wallpaper on it, and like nobody needs to see that necessarily. That's a great analogy. I love it. Um, I, I I wanted to ask a little bit about your podcast. I, I want you to plug it because it's awesome. And I know you've had incredible women guests on here. So are, are there any like common themes or big things that you've learned from these conversations? Is there any like one in particular that stood out to you? And I will tell people and drop that link in the show notes <laughs> so they can go, go listen as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've met some amazing women through that, but actually, to be honest, I've been surprised that everybody said yes. That like, I just kind of, I made my list of who would be my kind of ideal, like, you know, like dream list of women. Um, actually, well, it was my kind of like almost like gold standard. Um, so people like Kathy Hackle and Randy Zuckerberg um, and Nicola Mendelssohn, her episode um, just came out earlier. Um, she's she's kind of one below Sheryl Sandberg at Meta. Um, so all these amazing women, and they've all said yes to being part of it. And I've sort of already recorded, done and dusted. And I'm like, okay, so I need a kind of above the top of the list. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to add like Serena Williams, Reese Witherspoon, da, da, da. Obviously I haven't approached any of them yet, but like, I probably will. I, like eventually I'll... Um, Go for it. Web3 is know, a I'd... place to dream big. Yeah, because because in a way it is quite a small world and, you know, you, you can get access to people and that's been pretty amazing. Um, and in terms of um, learnings, I feel like I've I've learned lo- loads. I mean, that was part of why I started the podcast was like I wanted to get under the skin of all this stuff. So I feel like each week I'm learning, yeah, something new from the women that I interview. Um, probably the person I found really interesting to interview was Lindsay McInerney. Um, so she previously was at AB Invev, sorry, AB InBev, which is a massive drinks company. And so she ran things like a Stella Artois NFT activation. This was last year when like, this was very unusual to do something like that. Yeah. So she really had to be sort of pioneering that internally and then externally. And now she's gone and started, like, as a result of the success of that, started a business with Mila Kunis, the like Hollywood actress, no big deal. <laughs> um, and they run a blockchain entertainment company. And I don't know, so she in a way comes from a similar world to me in terms of um coming from sort of marketing and corporates but then she's gone off and done all these amazing things i don't know i'm i basically just look up to her a lot and just a like fangirl is the the short version of saying i'm a fangirl and she had lots of interesting things to say so i was i was intrigued by how you could use yeah blockchain and nfts in the entertainment space because that's just not that's not my field at all and so super interesting to see how it'll affect yeah each industry like this I love that. And I feel like I, too, I fangirl, fangirl over everyone in Web3, all of these women that I'm talking to, no matter what they're doing, they all wind up having like such an amazing story, ideas. Mm. Um, 
I know you mentioned like a little bit about community and I know you've been building communities from, I don't, I don't know how many years now, but I know you did it with like power suit social in, uh, 2017, the, she means business program you mentioned. Um, so what are kind of, are there big differences or similarities that you see between web two communities and web three communities? Oh, that's a quite a good, uh, sorry, that's a very good question. Quite a good question. Very good question. Um, and also you've, you've uh, done your own research there. So the fact that I you have. know about my, my previous <laughs> thing, Power Suit Social, that was, that was more of a, a side hustle. And actually I thought that women of Web3 would also be a side hustle. And now it's just like my hustle. This is just, this is my job. Like I now I work it. in Web3. That's uh, how the best things come about. Yeah. Um, so I feel like with Power Suit Social, that was also a kind of future facing community of thinking like, okay, how are things like um, uh, new technologies and reduced budgets going to affect the creative industries and like our careers in it and uh, what work we can create? So I did like a sort of series of talks of things like, you know, what will the agency of 2025 look like? Actually, that's that sounds... Um, uh, you know, this, I was doing that talk in like 2018, so that felt like a very long time away. It doesn't feel that long away now, but um, uh, I really enjoyed that, and I think people enjoyed being able to like latch on to the "what's in it for me" factor of like learning about how to sort of um, hack their own career. So that's what I did with the Power Suit podcast: was like interviewing different creative leaders, like lo- loads of generally women it it wasn't only aimed at women it wasn't only interviewing women but like that's who I uh decided to spotlight more um and I just learned so much from these amazing creative leaders each each time I interviewed anybody and can't actually remember where I'm going with this um uh you asked about sort of similarities um yeah just what you've seen in web two versus web three communities Um, so I think I was probably a little bit naive with things like that, that they would kind of grow on their own yeah. um, or that. So I was, I was pedaling really hard to kind of, yeah, grow, grow this community and try and connect them up with each other. And that was mostly in the form of events. I now kind of wish we had things like discord or like a way of more directly connecting people or like it, it's now also quite normal to have WhatsApp groups with people. And mm-hmm. I think actually if I'd had some of those technologies, well, so they existed, but it wasn't like the, the norm then. I think that would have been a really good way of connecting people with each other. And I think that was probably a missing piece back then. And now with Women of Web3, it's actually a deliberately not connecting people up because it, it because it's scaling so quickly because there's so much interest in Web3 and everyone gets like excited and obsessed with it yeah. that I don't, uh, it could get untenable really quickly. And also I think I don't really want to add to the noise on people's phones of like more notifications to deal with is like uh, try and give them instead sort of short and sharp like learnings opportunities short things so like yeah come and participate in, in an event if you're in London or listen to the podcast it's sort of maximum about half an hour and uh yeah just keeping things uh sort of short and actionable in that way that was probably the, one of the learnings I took across from previous hustles that's awesome I want to ask and this is kind of putting you on the spot because it's a big question but Uh-oh. I know well it's a women of web three I know it, your like kind of vision there it's a lot of what we've been talking about it's connecting women in the next iteration of the internet um, from all you've learned and digested and talked to people what would you explain that 
next iteration of the internet as to someone Carly you can't just ask me a massive <laughs> question like that <laughs> no, I'm Wait, maybe um, we can work through it together um because like some of the questions that I have and that I get are like well what does web3 mean does it encompass nfts DAOs, metaverse blockchain crypto do all of these how do all of these things tie together and the way i view it is that is web3 is the next iteration of the internet and it encompasses all these things but i don't mm. know if that's really right or wrong and so i'm curious i'm like is that also your take and i just kind of see it as you know the the current iteration we're in is it was applying your credit card to websites so that you could purchase things and get things in real life and so like kind of comparing it to that and just explaining now well there's public transactions that you can make either with like us dollars or i don't know if you can make it with pounds um <laughs> or crypto um and that is then recorded and you can be get both a digital collect collectible, which is an NFT, as well as an in real life physical item. Um, and it can also be taken into this virtual world, which is the metaverse. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, I sometimes try and limit what detail I share depending on somebody's knowledge level, because like the more beginner they are, um, it's possible to just completely flummox them um like the, the more detail we give about you know being able to take an nft that's you know say like an outfit on your on your avatar and that would be interoperable and be usable in from one uh virtual space to another i think kind of blows people's minds so but so i would agree with the idea that web3 is that kind of catch-all term for all of those technologies even including the metaverse um like most of the the tech we've mentioned is decentralized and sort of like lives on the blockchain uh, but the metaverse doesn't necessarily quite often it would be sort of centralized companies and things like that um, uh, saying all that I think these technologies are going to be the sort of dominant technologies in over the next sort of five to ten years but I don't think they'll replace what exists at the moment in the same way as when social media came along that's dominant as well like that's everywhere like every single company has social media handles and if they don't it's it's un very unusual and you'd like you'd be wondering why um, but social media hasn't, say, replaced websites. So like each, whether it's company or individual, there's this kind of suite of different um, digital spaces that we end up with. So like a website serves a certain purpose, social media serves a certain purpose, and then things like NFTs, well, yeah, they're, they're creating use cases at the moment. And uh, I'm intrigued to see where those go because at the moment there's been a lot of, yeah, just kind of flipping JPEGs for lots of money. And I think as more and more of the masses join that, they'll be like, wait, so what's the like end game? Like how, how far up can, how far up can number go up work for? Like, yeah. How, how long will this work? See, you nailed it. That was, <laughs> that was great. That, I mean, that answer is like just some of the, like I said, questions that I have. And even I like just being transparent parent with people being the, in the space during this podcast sometimes I still get caught up in like is that, that what that means am I <laughs> understanding everything correctly yeah. um but I, I know you said you're excited to just hear more about nft use cases uh is there anything else that you are most excited for coming down the pipe whether that's something within web3 or something that you're working on and and want to shout out Ooh, um, 
what am I most excited about? I'm excited about digital fashion because at the moment it feels like um, there's this sort of emperor's new clothes of like, wait, so paying for paying for clothes that you can't wear or touch or store in your wardrobe um, closet in an American way. Um, so I want it to get to like the next stage of it becoming a bit more normal to have digital fashion because I think people would really enjoy playing with that creatively. Like I... I love using clothes to express myself. Having said that, I haven't done that nearly as much since the pandemic. Um, and I feel like I want to sort of find more joy in my clothing again. But yeah. I think digital fashion can really do that because you can be like super expressive with like clothes that don't really exist on a body that doesn't really exist. And you could just, yeah, like have fun with it of like, how do I look today in the metaverse kind of thing. And um, uh, as I say, if, if more people take that up, I I think we can have a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. I think... I mean, it goes back a lot of it, I feel like is just goes back to like childhood and like imagination of what we can do and what brings us joy. And gosh, I was on I love my dolls. I love dressing them up. Not too long ago when my parents moved, I found my old chest and I had like made clothes for them. And it would be so cool to be able to do that for your avatar and your your digital self that is represented on social platforms or um whether in the metaverse or not so i i love that um mm-hmm. want to open it up i know we're we're getting close to time here is there anything else that you want to add or anything that you want to close out with sure i've realized i don't know if i actually explained what women of web3 is other than saying <laughs> it's a community which is my oh fault because I, I know you've given me plenty of opportunities to explain and i've just just ignored you completely but also other than well i know we we had our chat beforehand so that is also on me too because i feel like we just dove right into some of the deeper conversations here oh i'm enjoying it i'm really enjoying it but so to actually explain what women of web3 is so like i've I've talked about why it needed to to exist and the fact that it's this community but um what that at the moment looks like is connecting women with jobs resources and and each other so we'll talk about it as jobs resources and connections um so there's a a, a jobs board of, sort of vacancies in like web3 startups DAOs, etc um and a talent collective that women can apply to be part of but then learning resources wise there's this weekly podcast and yeah i did have all these like grand plans for like i'm going to do like a video course and this this and this um I need to, yeah, not get distracted by shiny things, just like do a few things really well so that people know what to expect from the community and what they can, what they can learn, what they can access. And then the connections piece um, for now it's yeah, events in London. Um, so there, there hasn't been very many so far, but they've been, there's just like this amazing energy in the room because women or people are so curious and excited about this space. So it's so amazing being in a, a room of everybody that's kind of all, yeah, like, um, aligned in values and excited for the same stuff and so it is quite sort of like electric energy in the room so uh so yeah that's the end of me plugging my own thing but no I I I get a lot of joy from it no I love that you plugged it and that leads me into for people who want to form that connection with you and women of web3 where should they go um you can spell it out and I will drop the links in the show notes as well awesome uh it's the website is probably the best place to go because that sort of houses everything without needing to live on a link tree because I think that those aesthetically I don't like them so go to the website womenofweb3.co 
Um, and through there, you can sort of uh, go and access like the the podcast, find our social channels, which are all at Women of Web Three Co. Um, and uh, if you want to connect with me directly, LinkedIn is the best place for that. I'm finding myself increasingly obsessed or addicted to LinkedIn at the moment. It, it's uh, oh, there's a lot going too. on, and it's uh, <laughs> I constantly it's, have it up in the background. <laughs> yeah, I know it's 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 very distracting, but like enjoyably distracting. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, web- website for anything to do with women of Web3 and then LinkedIn is best if you want to actually chat to me, Lauren. Awesome. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I'm sure we will be doing episodes and more to come. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's guest and podcast, be sure to write, subscribe, comment, all the things and definitely get in touch. I love to connect with y'all. I love to hear what you're working on, any feedback or comments. If you want to meet a guest, if you want to be a guest, just reach out. You can find me, your host, Carly Long, at by Carly Long on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which is also Women in Web 3, and you can follow along at Weld Recruiting. Be sure to let us know however we can support you, and we look forward to our next episode.